Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 31 of Social on the Sidelines. Today, you will be hearing the sweet sounds of me and Shabazz <laughs> and our voices. And that's Only. it. <laughs> Nothing else. As always, um, our episodes are brought to you by Front Office Sports and who else? <laughs> episodes are presented by our friends over at Team Infographics, Fire Designs, you know the spiel. Every time we come on this, look, 31 episodes of us saying this, every time, just, just check them out if you haven't, all right? They come out with Fire Designs, everything you need from a design standpoint, and even more. They're over where, Amara? They are on Twitter.com, at Team Infographs, or TeamInfographics.com. So today, as Amara said, you're just going to be hearing from us the entire time. It feels like a minute, and by a minute, I mean a month since we've talked to you last. Um, and because of so, we're on the eve of Media Day as we're recording this podcast right now. So there's a bunch of stuff to talk about. Your boy just came back from vacation. I've been shooting some different sports and learning from photographers, um, you know, throughout the industry, and it's just an exciting time. So because of so, we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about how strategy changes and what we're looking forward through to for the new season and hopefully address some questions that you guys might have ahead of time. So Amara, media day is tomorrow for you too. Yes. Tell us what you can actually, you can tell us because by the time this drops, People will already know. What are the plans for Media Day, Amara? So this is my third Media Day in the NBA because I got to Memphis um, later my first season. Um, and Media Day, for what, for if you don't know, um, is basically just where we get all of our content or most of the content for the year, like arena opens, photos, video shoots. Um, we're doing a digital station that I'm running. Um, it's my first station, actually, that's not live. Ooh, so I'm kind of it. nervous. <laughs> so basically, I'm just going to have um, gifts because our we had a lot of um, change in our roster. So I realized I don't have any um, gifts or any reactions from our new guys. So I'm going to do that. We're doing some international messaging because um, we have so many international players. Um, we're doing some stuff for our 50th. And there's one more. Oh, and um, we're doing like kind of quirky questions for our new guys that we're going to make into a social series uh, for our fans to get to know our new players. So it's a lot going on. We only have 15 minutes with each guy, which sounds like a lot of time, but it flies by when you're trying to do so many things. So hopefully it goes well. What about you? Uh, so for me, it's a lot different than usual. This is my going to be my sixth media day and every single one in my career at least has gone it's transformed tremendously each year and so the, like the first year when I was an intern at the Timberwolves I remember doing like a selfie station at and I was using an iPad this is like 2014 or 2013 I honestly don't even remember anymore and uh you know when I was at the Kings we did live interviews and then we were doing fun games and all that and this year I'm actually going to be a secondary photographer at a steel station so we're going to be getting um you know creative shots of guys doing different things um and then my team is going to be spread out doing multiple different things but 
everything between motion graphics, so different GIF ideas, different uh, social ideas that we can use throughout the season, um, kind of intros to players. Um, and Cody, who's our social media manager, will be getting behind the scenes photos just from, you know, the guys at all the different types of stations, much like Amara said, there's an intro station. So a bunch of cool lighting and whatnot. Um, and Taylor, who's my social media coordinator, will be helping direct one of these stations where there's some social incorporation amongst other things. And then I have, um, an intern Parker on our team, um, who's our social media associate who will be helping me kind of direct slash get some creative shots at some of the stations and immediately after that i'm headed to a state or a city in southern minnesota um, where training camp will start and i think we're doing some team bonding at night so it'll be cool to capture some of that um so yeah i'm i'm really excited you know this this year um will be very very interesting for us because i mean every every year in the nba is exciting Uh, the nba is the best league the goat but uh, there's a lot more parity to the league this year, and specifically for the Timberwolves. Um, you know, last year on this time, there was a bunch of controversy with the Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, trade that was forthcoming, and there was some drama around the team. And this year, it's like, you know, I've been in the NBA a long time. I've been with a couple of different team, teams between the Kings and the Wolves. And this year, the vibe around the team is so, so different than anything I've seen. Like, you know, there's, there's, a complete new culture around our organization, which is something that uh, has been an emphasis for the coach and the the general manager, but also for us on the digital front, because we're trying to tell a story of, of how this team is a lot more cohesive and the, and how it's a lot more family oriented than in years past. And I think, um, you know, when you look at some of the best uh, sports teams and, and NBA teams, there's a lot of camaraderie. And so we're trying to document that. Um, and it's been really, really easy to do this year just because the, the team is, is so close with each other already. It's got some Portland esque vibes as I know that's one of the team that has great, um, you know, companionship, Brooklyn Nets from last year. So I'm really excited to help tell some of those stories. We've already started doing it. Um, we started a series called track the pack, which is like behind the scenes, um, with the team that, coach and our general manager and our president of basketball operations have, have given us access that very few teams I think will have, including, um, you know, joining the team in the Bahamas um, when they went on a full team trip, you know, a, a month ahead of training camp altogether, which that episode just dropped. So all these different types of things, you know, I'm going on a little bit of a rant here, but it's because I'm so excited about this season. I am really looking forward to the stuff that we're going to do, not only digitally, but just as an organization. That being said, Amara, what's the strategy for you going into the year and and how have things changed, you know, after a Western Conference finals appearance for you guys? Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but um, one thing that really makes Portland unique is just the culture that's been set for so many years. Um, You know, that starts with that starts at the top with. Coach Stotts, who is just such an incredible human. Um, and then obviously Damien, uh, who is, in my opinion, I might be biased, but I think he's the best leader in, in basketball. Um, he just is, he sets the tone for the expectations of the team. And also just like as a human, he's just, what you see is what you get with him, which I think is so cool um, to be a superstar and just be that down to earth and um, willing to hold people accountable, which I think is really important. So, yeah, I mean, there was definitely, we have a completely new roster pretty much. Um, I think we've kept 
kept like five, five or six guys and made some, you know, great trades, added some really exciting players. Um, my, I'm so pumped to, uh, that we have Pau Gasol on our team. Um, <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I grew up a Lakers fan, um, much to my bosses and everybody's, uh, Oh, we know Amara. I know they were so upset. I can't believe I got this job. Cause in my interview that came up and I was like, yeah, I'm a, I grew up a Lakers fan and the, just the whole room went, Oh, uh, but <laughs> Pau was like, probably, I mean, very close second to Kobe for me. So, you know, and also having the experience of working with Mark for two years in Memphis, um, I think it's really interesting that uh, I'm going to get to be able to work with both the Saul brothers. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I think a, a big touch point for for me is always just, you know, uh, telling the story, like you said, of these people, these athletes as people. Um, and that's always, you know, sorry, there's some weird noises going on outside my apartment. Um, no, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> Fans are so passionate here in Portland, and I think they really resonated with, okay, there's motorcycles now. Um, I think they really resonated last year with um, just the moments that weren't on the basketball court, you know, showing their personalities as they're walking in and, you know, interacting with the camera or just, you know, with their, you know, Dame and Dame Jr. Um, that seemed to really resonate with our fans. So I'm just going to continue to do that and also um, really give uh, an opportunity for our new guys to make an impression on our fans. Um, I take, uh, you know, I, I take a, what's the word? I take pride in helping tell those stories and, um, hoping to continue that this year. So, um, what else? I'm, I, yeah, I'm really excited too. I think the West is always a bit of a shit show. Um, and this year is going to be extremely interesting. So I'm, I'm really excited. For sure. Um, on that note, just in, in general, uh, around covering the team in terms of digital strategy, I know you t you hit on it a little bit, but in addition to kind of telling the stories, you know, I'm always excited going into a year to see how we can differentiate things from the year past, from what we're doing on the digital and social front. So I'm really excited about some of the stuff that we're putting forth, not only in you know, how we might try to tell those stories, but also in the social voice, you know, you're, you're going to see from, from our accounts that it's going to showcase a lot more of that and it might be a different tone and voice. And I think that's something that, you know, it gets lost a little bit. There's a lot more that goes into the strategy above and beyond what's going on in the court. And so while things are being discussed around the, you know, character of our team and the camaraderie of our team, that should fall in line to some degree with what we're putting out on social. And I think there's, a time and a place to kind of take risks and and be really risky with the creative voice that you're using, but also at the same time, it should encompass what the organization and what the team represents. And so, you know, it's it's going to be a really interesting year for us, uh, just because no one really knows how the team is going to do. There's been, you know, estimates that they might be towards the bottom of the Western Conference, and at the same time, um, there's been estimates that they're going to be really competitive and be fighting for a playoff spot and I mean, that's in sports, you, you never really know, but chemistry goes a long way. And uh, how we're going to tell that across our digital and social above and beyond, you know, the the voice and all that stuff creatively, like I said, so graphic design, um, 
with our photography and the emotion that we're trying to evoke through the images we're producing. And then from our video team, we have some super interesting strategies that we're going to implement that we haven't done in the past. Um, that'll give fans uh, a more real-time look at plays from different angles, um, kind of like how the NFL has been doing. Um, you know, they, the, I think the NFL does a really good job at this, but they're able to capture plays uh, above and beyond just the TV broadcast angles. Like teams have uh, multiple different angles for stuff, and they're getting it up in real time. And actually, on that note, um, I wanted to hit on, I was able to shoot my first NFL game from a photography standpoint. And technically I was employed as an NFL LCC, I think it was called live content correspondent. Um, and it's a really interesting thing that they have going on there. And I would advise many of you to look into it. You know, if you're searching for other opportunities, because they essentially have multiple people dedicated to covering uh, the team from a photo and video standpoint. And they have, um, you know, certain things that they want you to capture and be rolling on uh, throughout the course of a game. And I thought it was really, really organized. It was a super cool experience to be a part of. Um, but, you know, taking some of the learnings that I was able to get through some of those experiences, shooting different games and whatnot, and trying to implement it. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, us as digital professionals, we're, we're trying to not only produce unique stuff but also build upon the creative stuff that we're seeing throughout the industry and i think that that holds us all to uh get better collectively and also be inspired by one another and you know i i'm definitely uh in favor of working collectively as a digital industry to push each other um and and some of that comes from being inspired by others ideas and building upon those ideas so You'll see a lot of stuff that's that's different, I think, from our accounts, but that I'm really excited to produce. And some things will be really risky and, and stuff that you probably wouldn't expect to see. Um, and other stuff might be, you know, a, a unique twist on stuff you have seen. So I'm really excited about that. I, I, I went off for like 10 minutes there, but I'm, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this. So. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. Yeah, I think on on our end, it's our 50th anniversary. So some super cool stuff that um, everyone in our organization has really been working hard on. Um, I'm excited about that. And, you know, getting to interact and uh, meet players from different decades in Blazers history. Um, so pretty stoked about that. I'm hoping for a Zebo reunion. That's my goal for this year. But um yeah, I know. It's, it's, I can't believe it's like so soon. It's kind of, I'm ready, but I'm also like, ah, for the next however many months, <laughs> I'm going to be off the grid. For so, yeah, no, I was, I was telling all my, uh, friends and family this weekend, like once tomorrow hits, it's going to be a completely different buzz. Like, you know, I, I feel like we're always busy being in this industry, but the, the, the NBA season rolling around and the grueling travel schedule and, and everything else just puts a, it's a very, very exciting time, but it's also like, you gotta, you gotta be locked in. Um, yeah. which sounds kind of weird because we're not actual athletes. We're, we're working behind the scenes, but it's still, you know, we've talked about it in past episodes. Like there's a lot that goes into, to this above and beyond game nights and tweeting and all the other stuff. Um, but yeah, on that note, uh, we were talking a little bit offline about this, but 
how do you plan to to use some of your past experiences to help you continue to be refreshed and and coming at things with a new perspective this year? Yeah, I mean, I think last year, well, last year was my first full season traveling. Um, and obviously, like we played for so long, I think we ended in May, late May. Um, it was pretty much just like nine months, eight months of just straight travel. Um, and I definitely, you know, neglected uh, myself a little bit because, you know, as um, you're in different time zones and your sleep, sleep schedule is messed up. And instead of maybe instead of, you know, getting up and going to the gym on the road, you want to sleep in, which is totally okay. Um, but I think this season, uh, I am going to make a concerted effort to kind of put me first in those situations and be like, okay, you know, you could sleep in for three more hours, or you can sleep in for an hour and then get up and go to the gym because you're going to feel better. Or just, I mean, just silly things like, okay, on a road trip of 10 days, just eat one cookie on the plane. You don't need to have 10 cookies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Retweet, retweet. But it's hard because, you know, you're, it's a stressful job for sure. So, you know, after a big win or a tough loss, like, you want to eat the cookies on the plane. They're hot and they're yes. juicy and it just smells amazing. Um, oh my God. I know. So I, just kind of being more, <laughs> more proactive about th that stuff. What about you? Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm actually trying to be a lot more precise and a lot more intentional about the way that I'm going about things. And, you know, one of the things that I tried to do this off season in quotations because there's a WNBA season two, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, and one of the things that I, I tried to learn throughout this these this summer is trying to put together like a daily schedule of sort of sorts of things I have to do in general, right? So like I have a work list, and then I just have stuff that I need to get better at outside of work that I need to take a few hours to do so whether it be you know for me that's getting better at things like certain areas of video editing graphic design photography you know there, there's there's never really a lack of things that you can get better at in this industry and so for me um what i'm trying to do throughout the season is being intentional um about all the different things that i need to do throughout the season not only for my day-to-day but also long-term. And so trying to help uh, myself be better physically and mentally, you know, I'm trying to wake up a little bit earlier, which is tough to do in this job for sure, I think, because of all the, the especially when you're on the road because of the time differences and whatnot. But, you know, I'm trying to implement a lot of the stuff that I've been reading. And one of the things is actually reading, like I read this book, The Power of Habit, I might've talked about it, on the podcast before, um, I would highly recommend it's from Charles Duhigg, but it just talks about, um, there being essentially 21 days for you to build a habit. And so I've tried to put that into production to some degree and, and do things every day for three weeks. So it just ingrained in me. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm going about this. I'm, I'm ranting on all of these. Uh, <laughs> but I, at the end of the day, it, for me, getting better, I just need to be very intentional about my daily schedule. Um, and I just want to be more refreshed in the way that I go about things and, and go about things from a different 
perspective each time. So I hope that's helpful for anyone that's listening. But if it's complete garbage, please let me know too. No, that is <laughs> that is good. And I think you're you're right on the reading thing. Actually, we should probably like start telling people what we're reading because I feel like I read oh, yeah. so much, and I like love getting recommendations from people. So, what was the yeah. name of your book again? Uh, so I if we're gonna go on down the reading route, I have a few different recommendations for people. I finish. So there's the Power of Habit. Um, there's Smarter, Faster, Better. Um, which is, I think the subtitle is like the real power of productivity. Um, they're both written by Charles Duhigg. Um, I've also recently finished up, um, a couple of different books. Um, I'm trying to remember the name off the top of my head because now I started reading Malcolm X's autobiography. Um, oh, Herding Tigers is the most recent book that I read and it's essentially focusing on leading creative people. Um, and, and being a leader in a creative field and, and how you can keep everyone, um, you know, focused on getting better as a whole, because creatives especially all have different ways of going about things. So just a lot of leadership, um, skills and advice there. So those are kind of the three most recent ones. And then Malcolm X's autobiography. What about you? Nice. Yeah, I'm in the middle of Contagious, and it's by Jonah Berger, and it's about um, how ideas spread, uh, what drives word of mouth, and just basically the um, the science behind uh, marketing and why people um, go to certain restaurants or do different things, all based on, you know, like the marketing of it. It's really interesting. And then I also was rereading The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. So that's always a good, mm. that's a really good book. Um, yeah, I tend to like, I read fiction, but I also like love inspirational books too. I just Same. feel, I just feel like I could read all of them. So I'm going to def, yeah, that's another thing I'm definitely going to try and, you know, instead of being on my phone on the airplane, like I want to read, you know, just, yeah, I, I definitely mm -hmm. think being um, conscious and uh, intentional. I like that word. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like it. So I recently went on vacation, and one of the things that I've never, ever done in my career um, is taken a day, literally, and not look, looked at social once. Um, you know, there, there's taking a day for me is like maybe not looking at the team accounts you know when i'm when i have a day off or something like that but i've never actually like not gone on social before and so this year to start my vacation i took five days away and literally did not look at facebook twitter instagram tiktok anything um which which was it was very weird for me um but it also helped me be a lot more refreshed and actually enjoy my time and i've tried to implement although i i failed some of the stuff that i learned from that as weird as it is the five days that i did that in my day-to-day -day, like i feel like i was a lot more connected to the to now if that makes sense and like living in the moment yeah um sure. and for me it's like being able to be a little bit more present in conversations i might be having or in a task i have rather than you know i i very much in the person and i'm i'm sure many other people in the industry are like this or like 
I'll do a task for however long and then I'll take a little break so I can check something on social, whether it be my home feed or the team feed or mentions or Instagram or whatever it might be. Um, and then I'll go back to doing the task, right? Like it's just part of the process and it's part of the job, I think, to to be in a constant uh, mindset of checking on things. And I, I think that's an important part of the job. But I also think to some degree, taking yourself out of that element, um, at least for me, was super, super helpful. Um, and it's something I'm probably going to try to do whenever I, I do have an off day. Um, you know, I, I'm not really worried about logging into to Twitter 24 seven every single day now, right? Like I'm trying to, when I, when I do have between nine and 11 PM, like I said, I'm trying to be intentional about my schedule every day to kind of a crazy degree. Um, but that being said, you know, that time for me is like reading time and, and sometimes working out and sometimes cooking. So I try not to look at my phone or I'm trying not to, um, throughout that part of my day. So. Nice. Great work. That's really important. Um, yes. Also, please hold me accountable, everyone that's listening, um, and you, Boz. So next year, I'm turning 30. Uh, and Let's go. <laughs> and I want to go to Italy for two weeks. And kind of the same thing. Like, I just want to drop off the grid. And I'm really, I'm already looking forward to it. So hold me accountable. Make me go. Make me not be on my phone. Thank you. Side note, completely from anything related to digital social, for anyone that wants to travel, I highly recommend signing up for the premium service of Scott's Cheap Flights and Thrifty Traveler. Um, that's like my go-to, and I've been to a bunch of countries lately traveling in like nice airlines for really cheap. So yeah, Amara, okay. go sign up for those. They're like 20 bucks a year and like you can go to Italy for like $300 with crazy Into it. On like, yes, sign up for that. Um, do. Yes, other than that, uh, what, what games do you have circled or on the calendar and what are like the big games other than Lakers and the normal stuff, right? But what are games that you might have something planned you don't have to tell us what's planned but you know what are what are big games that you and the team are looking forward to over in portland um i think just since we do have so many players um that are on different teams now i think always those reunion games are kind of special um especially on mm -hmm. social um so clippers um timberwolves with my guy jake shout out jake hey. Love him so and Noah much. and many know, others. I didn't know Noah actually. So, oh, really? Yeah, no, he came, he was the year before I got there. Yeah, yeah, he was in New York last year. Yeah, so, and also, we, we have a game on New Year's Day in New York, which I'm super excited about. Um, Ooh. yeah, and then just you know, just the different matchups. Obviously, Lakers is always a big one, especially for us because they are probably our biggest rival and then now uh houston houston since russ is there mm. um it's gonna be interesting so yeah i i think i have a feeling every night is going to be exciting which is like overwhelming kind of <laughs> but it's exciting no for sure um yeah for for me it's like uh portland for sure just because we have so many portland transplants 
on the team. Uh, Lakers and Clippers are going to be super exciting, of course. Um, I really like going to Toronto, so I'm personally just looking forward to that game. Um, What else? Those are like the main five that I'm like super, super hyped about. But Are you traveling to Portland early? Because we play all early, right? Uh, we play around Christmas, so relatively okay. early. Um, and I will be on that trip. So let's go. I, this this year, I've tried to to go about things uh from a somewhat different perspective. Um, and I'm traveling less than I have in the past, which is actually uh preferable to me. Um, because of everything that I'm doing at home. Uh, but that being said, I still enjoy every now and then being able to, to travel on the road and, you know, capture, uh, you know, the behind the scenes from the team. And so I will be on both Sacramento trips, of course, because that's kind of a, a homecoming for me. And then I think I'm going on like Toronto and like maybe four trips in total. So a lot less for me than usual, but I'm really excited because my team, um, Taylor and Cody, will be traveling for the majority of the others. And I'm really excited to see the stuff that they're, they're going to be putting out. Um, so it'll be different for me, but I'm also really excited about this season in general, uh, just because everyone on our team is, is going to be doing some, some really cool stuff and everyone has unique skill sets. So I'm excited to see how we all kind of mesh together with, uh, another somewhat NBA off season, uh, behind us. Cool, I'll see you in Portland. Yes. And, and obviously we will... when I come to Mini. Yes. I'm inviting we have myself to do... over. Everyone, oh yeah. The new... By the way, everyone, uh, I set up my little man cave. So, you know, my wife and I move into a new apartment and I spend way too much time in here. I have my shoe wall. I have my get better area, which is like, I have a dual screen like I do at work. So, you know, whenever I want to work or look up some YouTube videos or whatever it is I'm doing, if I'm editing a video, I got the two screens set up and then I have the third screen for video game. So it's lit Amaro. When you come through, you're not allowed because it's the man cave. You can see it. You just can't go inside. I have like a no 2019 women are allowed in man caves. Look, I'm not saying you can't briefly come in, but the the energy and the aura is all boz in there, right? Like I can't have you or Fern throwing off the energy. It's just it's boz energy. Fern has her place, you know. Big every boz energy. Please never, please Jeez. never. <laughs> uh, anyway, On that note. do you have it? <laughs> yes, I I think we're coming to <laughs> to the end of our time here. On <laughs> on social on the sidelines uh do you have any final things to say to the uh, oh the joker is coming out oh i cannot wait to it looks so good so i'm very curious uh what your take is and this is not related to digital at all but specific to that movie you know there's been a lot of um i would say backlash to some degree around that movie being created in this day and age and i would just be curious to hear what your thoughts are in regards to those comments. I haven't really seen much backlash. What are you exactly referring to? So like as soon as it premiered at whatever festival, um, you know, it had like 
really, really great reviews. And then there was a few people yeah. that were like, it's really dangerous to be creating this movie in this day and age because it's enabling people who might have endured something negative in their lifetime to essentially go the same route as the Joker, which I guess I never really thought about, but I also thought it was something I wasn't expecting to see from a movie. Um, so, I yeah. I mean, what's the difference between that and like any other movie? You know what I mean? Like, I think people yeah, are no. going to do what they're going to do regardless. Um, I, I, yeah. I do, th like, for me personally, the only thing is I loved Heath Ledger so much as the Joker. That was my thing. I'm like, okay, is this going to live up to what I, you know, envision? The reviews are there. Yeah. The reviews are there. Well, he's an amazing no, actor, I'm... so I'm pumped about it. Yeah, me too. Um, I will be back from the training camp in another city by that point, so your boy's going to that movie opening night and um yeah you'll get a review on our our next episode sweet well have a good media day tomorrow and hope everyone has a phenomenal week go be people great. last thing for you guys uh who are listening if this episode was helpful let us know if it was not helpful also let us know because you know every now and then Amar and I like going back to the classic, just her and I talking things through. Um, and so we would like to know if that still resonates with you guys. And if not, you know, we won't do it again. You can say you don't like it and I will not be offended. And I don't think Amara will be either, but we would like be, to know. I'll be furious, but please let us know still. Yes. And also, whenever there's questions, I feel like a lot of you guys, like, sometimes... Amara or I will get random, like, can we have this person on, or can you talk about this? Which is really cool, but if you're listening to this, and I know from the numbers, there's a decent amount of people listening to this, which is still crazy to think about, by the way. Thank you for listening. But anyway, for if you're listening to this, like, ask a question that you would like an answer to. Regardless of your, if you're a colleague or not, like if you just want to hear about how different people that we're bringing on are doing things, whatever questions you have, let us know because I, I would just like to hear you. I'd like to hear from you guys. Same. We appreciate y'all. And shout out to everyone that lets us know that they enjoy this because that really makes my day, honestly. Same. Like yesterday, I logged into Twitter. And I forgot the individual's name, but he tweeted at us and he let us know he was listening to it when he was cycling. And not only did that make me excited, I am going cycling this week because of that tweet. So uh, that's my guy from Memphis. He's awesome. Dante. Shout out to your guy from Memphis, Dante. Thanks for listening, Dante. We appreciate You're the best. it. But yeah. All right. I'm done ranting. I hope this. Actually, no, I'm not done ranting. I've been ranting oh, the whole episode. Why would I stop now? Right. Why would I stop? Look here, Amara Baptist, okay? It's been a month. I deserve to rant. I have a lot to talk about. And my rant will end by saying this episode was brought to you by Front Office Sport, and they're all presented by Team Infographics, where you can find at teaminfographics.com or on the Twitters at Team Infographs. End rant. You thought I was going somewhere else with it? I was not. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. On that note, All thanks, right. everybody. Okay. Bye. <laughs>